Yo, 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 yo. Yeah. Back at it again. Let's go. This is the IVP with Dr. IBC, the Imperfect Vamp Podcast. And it's another day. And it's another day. And it's another day. Yup, and it's another day. This is the Ivy Pay with Dr. IBZ. This is episode 88. 188, by in fact, in this episode 88. 188, in fact, and it's just episode 88. 188, in fact, nigga, sick back, relax, crack the fucking six pack. Ooh. You already know what to do with it is. This is the one and only coming to you live from downtown Toronto. Durag Eves is still in the building. Um, so the one thing that I want everybody to, uh, to know is that how's everyone doing? I appreciate the love, the recent views I've been getting. I appreciate all of that. Um, we are working. So my goal at the end of the year is to get to 150 in terms of subscribers. I'm at 140. We are almost there, my bees. We are almost there. So once we obtain that, once we get to episode 200, 200, I have to turn it up. I was thinking of getting a guest on here, uh, preferably female, woman, girl, whatever the fuck. I don't know, man. People are so triggered by words nowadays, but you know what I mean? I need that feminine energy on the podcast because I, I don't think I've ever had a girl on the podcast. I just had niggas. So, pause. Dude, what the fuck? So, this is what we're going to do. I'm going to get someone on here for episode 200. Hopefully, episode 200, I can record it in like a, a studio setting. If I can't, I'm going to just do something here where I can set it up here where like it's a nice studio setting you know what I mean um what else is there that's about it how's everyone doing though how's everyone going um I know I'm slacking on the gameplay I apologize for that I know I'm slacking on the clips for the podcast apologize for that it's just I got a lot of things going but I'm still keeping it consistent with the full videos and uh whatchamacallit and the actual audios so we're here um yeah god damn i need a napkin soon anyways so um hopefully everyone's having a good week and amazing time and this is just a little quick update you can fucking fast forward if you want now we're gonna get into these topics okay now there's a lot of things that i want to talk about today right but before I get into that, <coughs> holy shit, excuse me, <coughs> before I get into that, I'm going to need a quick, a quick tissue before I even start that, because there's a lot of things going on that does not make any sense to me, right? Sorry guys, I apologize. It's, uh, it's getting cold here in Toronto, so... Niggas is getting a little bit of a little bit of a not not even a cold. It's just it's the sniffies, the sniffies, you know. Anyways, yes, the quickest thing I can get was toilet paper. Leave me the fuck alone. Okay, I got napkins somewhere else, but the quickest thing I can get is the toilet paper because we potting out here, and it's just me, one take Ebs. You know what I'm saying? We ain't taking anything out. I ain't editing shit out. Anyways, because at the end of the day, man, as perfect as I try to make it, people are still not going to listen. So I like the authenticity, the rawness, the unfilteredness of my podcast. Then once I get to a point where I can have a team and shit like that, where I can have someone help me edit, then we can start doing a little bit more efficient edits. But fuck that, nigga. I have to go grab a tissue, nigga. I got an issue. Alright. Anyways, so this one kid in Las Vegas, 18 year old, 
one thing that I really want to understand about niggas, yo, and this is not just niggas, I'm talking about men. If you're in a relationship and you feel like you're jealous of the woman that you're with, when I say that you're jealous of the woman that you're with, your girl's hot. Niggas are going to come up and talk to her. Niggas are going to make conversation to her. Even though niggas might not even trying to flirt with her, people are going to make convos with her. People are going to say what up to her because she's hot. She's sexy. She's cute. She's whatever the case may be. If a girl is attractive enough, people are going to talk to her. Whether it's men, women, people are going to talk to her. So this one 18-year-old, his girl pulls up to a party and... Or a bar or something like that in Las Vegas, and uh, so his girl was talking to a next man, and then as they were talking, the one man got pissed off. An argument ensued. The next guy, since he was older than the 18-year-old, he could have fucked him up, but instead, he's like, ah, whatever. He's just a youngin. The youngin came back with a gun and unalived him stood over him and unalived him this is the things that i'm saying in terms of this you crashed out over your girl flirting with another nigga now what are the consequences to you crashing out you go to jail once you go to jail what happens when you go to jail no no i'm looking into the camera and i want people to see this what happens when you go to jail your girl is gonna be out here with other niggas, like, yo, man, my boyfriend was tripping, man. Fuck that nigga. Da, da, da. Some niggas are going to be afraid to fuck with her. But some niggas don't give a shit about that, nigga. They already know you're a simp and you're probably not coming out for years. So they know they can fuck around with her and they just cut. Like, your girl is going to have the time of her fucking life right now. You crashed out over your girl when she's going to have the time of her fucking life because you crashed out. That is where the irony is. It's a double homicide, double whammy. You do not need to be doing... Yo, men, all men, all men out here. If your girl's flirting with the next guy and you don't like it, you wait till she's done talking to that nigga. You pull her to the side and you talk to her. People need to understand that having some type of communication with the person that you're with or with the person that you invited or whatever the case may be having some type of communication with that person always helps but a lot of people a lot of people do not look at it like that they look at it like nah if you don't listen to what i'm saying then i gotta expose you i gotta embarrass you i gotta make you look whack i gotta make you look stupid that is dumb behavior and Men and women, we all do this shit. Why do we think that it's okay to put on our version of what we want you to be? If you know this person is a happy-go-lucky nigga, they might be a little bit loud when they're drunk, da-da-da-da, and then you invite them somewhere, you pull them to this side and you go, yo, bro, this is not that type of party. Like, just be a little bit more chill. Find a corner, roll up, smoke as much weed as you want. You try to give him some type of indication that it's not the type of wild party. That's what you do, right? You do the same thing in terms of you're with your girl. You go to a party. You tell her, yo, if niggas flirt with you, I don't like that shit. You let her know, yo, I don't like that shit. But here's the thing with relationships. If you let her know that, she might use that against you. If you guys had an argument like two days ago, she remembers the argument and she goes, fuck that. I'm going to, you know what I'm saying? So it's a slippery slope. If your girl is not into you anymore and she's doing shit just to spite you, then nigga, just leave the situation. Like, leave. There's no point. Got to clean that lens, you know what I mean? But yeah, there's no point. You're just wasting your time at this point. Because people don't are not going to understand the fact that you did what you did because you killed someone. This guy has a... F and here's the kicker. The guy that was flirting with your girl has a family. So he probably wasn't even flirting, flirting with your girl. He was just chatting it up with her. And 
you got jealous. And since you got jealous, what did you decide to do? You hurt that person. You hurt that person. You hurt that person's family. You hurt everything. And now what? Over what? Over a girl that's... She might not even really be into you now because you did some crazy shit. Do you think do you think now she wants to be with you? That's another thing. That's another angle. Do you think now you murdered someone over her, made national news? Do you think she's going to be with you now even if she still likes you? The odds of that happening and the amount of backlash and show social media backlash that she's gonna get, do you fucking personally think that that nigga is not gonna, that, that she's not gonna catch the backlash of it? That's what the type of shit that I'm trying to understand as a human fucking being. Like, what's wrong with you? It's just like the other guy. We have another story. This one guy is yelling at his chick. Bitch, go in the like, oh, if I could find the if I could find the video, I'ma find the video, but I'ma 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 act it out for y'all. This nigga pulls up, right? They're leaving a venue, and maybe his girl was maybe acting up, maybe his girl was too drunk, maybe his girl was flirting with next men, whatever the case may be, that nigga had an ego trip. The girls the girl's probably like, yo, I'm not trying to leave yet. Like, what are you saying? Like, what are you doing? The nigga goes, he's yelling at her, being obscurely rude, calling her out her name. Then she's like, he goes, yo, put your put your feet in the car. Da, 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 da. And she goes, this is my car. The moment she said, this is my car, he slammed the door and said, shut up, bitch. And walked around the car and said, I'm that nigga. He's like, like, future. I'm that nigga, right? My nigga, the moment he slammed the door on the girl, the girl just went, bim, bim, locked the car. So now the nigga can't get in the car as he's walking around. You did all that to not even get in the whip. So now the nigga can't even get in the whip. He's telling her, open the door, open the door. Now he looks like a bitch ass nigga now. Saying, open the door, open the door. And then the girl's like, nah, fuck that. I'm out of here. Ski, gone. Like, I'm out of here. The nigga started punching the window. Brother, that is not a good look for you, man. If you just did what you did and then she just skirted off and you were like, ah, fuck, I guess I'm not that nigga. If you said some shit like that, that would have been hilarious. You would have went viral. That would have been, it would have been funny. It would have been a little bit more, people would have had more empathy towards you. Like, oh, this nigga was just trying to be tough. He's not, he's not really like that. But the fact that you even try to punch the, what would punching the window do? If you broke the window, First off, you would have smashed the glass through your fist, so you would have had a lot of glass in your fist. So you got to go to the hospital now. You just wanted to go home at the end of the day. So, But now you got to go to the hospital because you broke the glass, right? On top of that, now you got to file a police report because there's an incident that happened. Like, or the girl got to file a police report. So what I'm trying to say is, if your girl owns the car that he, that she's letting you drive nigga be don't be an asshole it's as simple as that if you want to leave and you know she has the leverage you go yo let's leave right now she goes nah we ain't leaving i'm still turned da, da, da. yo can we leave in like an hour all right yo in an hour we'll, we'll cut in an hour fam you do your thing man you make your rounds, you fucking listen to the music, you just you just vibe out. And you might even want to stay a little bit longer. But then you go, no, it's been an hour. Yo, girl, let's go. Let's drive. Let me let's get out of here. Right? You take a long ass goodbye. You take your girl out, boom, you guys are gone. And you don't even call her out her name. You tell her, yo, yo, don't worry, I'm gonna drive. Da 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 Like that type of shit. But instead, you decided to be an asshole. Who knows what, where you guys were? It seems like you guys, guys were at a venue, a restaurant, 
some type of plaza or something. It was the end of the night. Everyone's going home. Maybe you two got into an argument over some bullshit. And then you tried to act like you were that nigga in front of everybody. But then when the girl skeeted off on you, bro, you look like a fucking bitch ass nigga. So this is what I'm trying to say. Don't crash out and don't act like like you're the shit because of women, bro. This is something that I've been wanting to say. Yo, niggas, niggas that get women, they don't act like this. They're very calm, cool, collective. They know I'm gone because one thing about it, they know, they know for a fucking fact that their girl knows that they can get any other girl that they want. They're with you right now and they're fucking with you right now. And the same girl, she can say the same thing. You know what I mean? So that type of balance, when you have that type of balance in a relationship, people gonna fix up. But it's better to, to actually like the person you're with, obviously. You know, that nasty love shit that people like to say. Anyways, so that is just one thing that people really need to understand is that... Um, it's pretty stupid. When you think about it, right? When you really, truly try to think about it, it is very fucking stupid how people crash out over the significant other. I'm talking about, it's mostly men that do it. Statistically, mostly men crash out over their significant other. Well, women do it too, but it's just like, it's just crazy how people just say, fuck this i'm gonna crash out over this person why you can meet another person that person is not the end all be all you can meet another person and the way that these people be crashing out is at such young ages sometimes that's what's shocking to me i'm like yo nigga you're like 18 years old if your girl's flirting with the next man you can go find the next girl within limited time you're 18, there's Tinder, Instagram, there's probably a girl that already likes you that's waiting for your girl to fuck up. What are we talking about? Anyways, so that's what's going on. So, if you guys hear um, any stupid, like, random noises, if you guys hear, like, random shit in the background in terms of, like, a TV or something, just know um, that's all my neighbors upstairs. They're a bit... They just love to blast their TV. So, they just love it for some reason. I like, I've been, I've been saying, like, hey, can you turn it down a little bit? Nigga, after a while. You know, you know those ones where, you know, when your Dukes tells you to turn out down the TV and you turn it down like by five, and then when she leaves, you turn it up by three. That's literally what it is. So, you get to a point where you're like, you know what? Y'all do you, man. If y'all want to fuck up my podcast, if y'all want to fuck up my vibe down here, fuck it. I don't care anymore. There's nothing I'm going to do anymore. And I'm not really like a snitchy type of guy to go to the landlord and be like, because then what if I have a loud day, then they're going to instantly snitch. You know what I'm saying? So I'd rather let niggas do whatever the fuck they want because they're not going to do it every day. Anyways, they don't do it every day. So let niggas do whatever the fuck they want. And then when I get to do whatever the fuck I want, they can't really say shit. That's how I move when as a as a roommate, neighbor, whatever the case, roommate, different. I'ma tell you what I want and because we have to live together. But if you're just like upstairs beside me, whatever, nigga, I'll let you do whatever the fuck you want as long as I can do whatever the fuck I want. But if it gets too much, I'ma text you. Be like, hey yo, what's going on? Like you good? Alright, cool. But I'd rather text you instead of go to, go behind your back to the landlord and then, nah. We don't do them things, you know what I'm saying? So, you know what I mean? Like, we don't do them things. Oh, hell no! So, let's get into the other subjects. I memorized, like, half, like, most of these subjects. Um, let's see. So... One thing that I really wanted to also talk about is um, people need to leave Will Smith alone. Leave Will. Can you? Can people? 
people need to leave Will Smith alone, man. So Will Smith, and I'm going to play this clip because it's pretty, uh, I love Will Smith, but I want to play this clip just in terms of, just so people can hear the type of bullshit that niggas is on, right? And I want people to hear this because I, I, I heard this clip multiple times and I figured out a way where I can articulate this point very properly, okay? So Will Smith has an assistant slash friend for 40 years or whatever. Nigga had enough and the nigga decided to say some things on Tasha K's podcast, okay? Um, and the way it got exposed was fucking crazy. Fucking crazy. So this nigga accused him and Dwayne Martin of allegedly having sex. This is what he said. And Dwayne Martin that I when I walked in on. Hold on. You need to hear the whole clip because there's a two minute clip. I think it's on. Uh, okay, I think it's probably on YouTube then. Now, hopefully Tasha K put unlicensed music because she wants people to fucking promote this clip. Okay? But this shit is disgusting. Okay? And I, I'm going to tell you niggas why I think it's disgusting. Domino's new pepperoni no, stuff. we're not doing that. We're not doing that. We're not doing that. They're not even paying me. Domino's is not even paying me. This is the one thing I hate about YouTube because I had an ad blocker on this bitch. And then YouTube stopped doing the ad blocker shit. They're like, you can't use a YouTube if you have an ad blocker now. What? What are you talking about, nigga? Anyways, here's the clip. You looked at my Instagram. Mm -hmm. You see the hundreds of celebrities that I've done business with, you know, done things with. During the latter years of our relationship, Will was not my friend. I was his friend. I was around before they had Trey. Jada was the woman that everybody wanted. And Will needed that validation to have that type of woman you saw her say that will smith had a small dick oh i am saying to you if a woman is used to something the size of a baby leg and you come in with a pinky toe there's nothing you can do to please her you can buy her 80 cars you can get her 80 private jets if she's itching for that, that baby little... leg she want that baby leg that you baby can beat leg. a person so much that they fall into submission and who needs enemies we all knew that so, so far, it's not a revelation. When they got friends like you. Oh, I could tell you what goes on in, on the inside. Everybody else is just speculation. Damn. Somebody told me I made my pictures in the book. You know, your, yeah, your picture's in the book and your name is in the book. So it's like, you're doing some real elegant pimp. I'm blowing you up. I love that. I'm I love that. you up. Dude, this is what Jada makes the new people do. And I ain't gonna say no, they probably been there after myself, mm -hmm. right? They will make you check into what is wrong with this guy? If you, you hear his words. I was, after like the latter years of a relationship, I was his friend. This is the one thing that I never want to be or I never want to experience is seeing someone that is your friend and that considers you as a friend they propel, they fucking go off the meter. And you're still, you're still where you're at. They're still bringing you along. They're still kicking down doors for you. They're still shouting you out. They're still hooking you up. They're still doing all that shit for you. All that shit for 40 fucking years. Okay, when he got famous, let's make it 35 years or 30, 30 years. For 30 fucking years, bro, the nigga Will had your fucking back. You make a book, and now you want to go on Tasha K, you go on Comedy Hype, you do all this type of bullshit just to go on there and to talk shit about Will Smith, the nigga that put you on. You wouldn't even be where you're at right now without Will Smith. That's a lot of people that get this shit fucked up. Don't forget, Tony Ayo said, don't forget who turned the lights on. Don't forget those people. 
No matter how you feel about those people, don't forget who turned on the motherfucking lights on for you. Don't ever forget that shit, yo. Listen to this nigga's bullshit, yo. Or rehab. And they'll pay for the rehab. Even though you're not on drugs, they're going to pay for the rehab. And you have to go if you want to work with them. And then I saw sexual acts that I when I walked in on. And this is where it gets nasty. Exposing people's business, what they do when they, when yo, Will, Will's right here with me. I have Will Smith in the background. I personally, yo, I fuck with Will Smith. Will Smith is one of my favorite all-time actors. He's in my top five. He's in like, in my top five of like actors that every time I watch their movies, they've always, always, always made shit funny and hilarious for me is or like and a little bit a little bit of action martin lawrence will smith denzel washington i'm talking about black actors you know what i'm saying idris elba right and there's like i think there's like one more 50 cent i'm just saying i obviously compared to those four 50 cent on the on the acting levels like we already know what i want but i'm just saying like He's part, Will Smith is part of that umbrella of actors that I will instantly watch the movie. I don't care how shit the movie is. I don't care if the script don't work. I don't give a fuck, nigga. I'm watching that shit. That's how I feel about Will Smith. So to see this shit happening in his recent, in the most recent ladder of his career, and he finally got an Oscar. The nigga got an Oscar and has been cursed ever since he got that fucking Oscar. Well, before he got the Oscar, but right when he was gearing up to it and people knew like, yo, if you do this King Richard shit, you, you'll, you'll definitely get an Oscar. You have no competition this year, whatever the case may be. And they're making the Oscars black that year, whatever the case may be. Nigga, are you serious? And then Jada, you shouldn't be throwing Will under the bus. You shouldn't be doing that. I already said that before in past podcasts. You shouldn't be doing that. Then you have his best friend throwing him under the bus. Are you fucking serious, bro? And this guy is called Brother Whatever His Name Is. This nigga's supposed to be... Yo, and yo, guess what? In the title, it's called Will Smith's Best Friend and Assistant. We don't really know your name, but your name is Brother Something. And, like, apparently you're Muslim. I'm only saying apparently because, brother, real Muslims do not gossip like this, especially when it comes down to someone that has helped you in your life. We don't gossip like this, yo. We don't do that. Anyways, let's go back to the clip. Who'd you walk in on? Him and Dwayne Martin. Okay. Hollywood is the hurry up and, and, and wait game. So you're telling me that Will Smith was reaching above the rim of Dwayne Martin or Dwayne Martin was reaching above his rim. Is that what y'all telling me? Pause, pause, pause. But y'all, y'all get the joke. If you know, you know. Three minutes later after them telling me, hey, you got eyes on Will. You got, we, we, we need him to come watch this. So I'm running all over the, the, the studio. He's not in his dressing room. I go to the cafeteria. I'm like, well, but I see his car there. I'm like, where is this guy at? So now I'm holding Dwayne down too, so I have the keys to his dressing room. So I'm like, yo, and they're calling my my. They, I'm on walkie-talkie, and they're calling my cell phone. Yo, by the way, Tasha K, you have one of the shittiest sets I've ever seen in my entire life. Are those just upside-down wine, wine bottles with like your branding on it? So it's like unwind with Tasha K. So it's just a bunch of. Why didn't you do something classy? Like have like, make it like in a wine cellar type type of vibe. Like, I'm just I'm watching the video and I'm just like Tasha K. You look like what are you doing? Anyways, who the fuck knows? But like I'm just trying to understand. Whatever. I'm like yo, kind of fucked down. Like I'm trying to find is like this is this is unlike him, right? So, all right, I open the um, door to Dwayne's dressing room, and that's when I see Dwayne and having anal sex with Will. Let me process that for a second. 
We all need to process that for a second. What are you talking about, brother? And why would you expose this? For what reason? For what reason? What did Will do to you that you need to expose this about him? Anyways. There was a couch and um, Will was bent over on the couch and Dwayne was standing up, killing him. Murder, like murder. Nigga, nigga, do you hear what he just said? Oh hell no! Are you fucking serious? Nah nigga, nah we're playing everything. Hey yo, what the fuck? You's a freaky ass, freaky frog. You freaky, you a freaky frog. What the fuck is this nigga talking about? It was murder in there. Okay, what did you do? Even when I was with the Darren headlights, and I, I finally said, "Oh shit." Brother, why are you doing this to Will Smith, man? What a lot of people also don't understand when you do shit like this is that you are actually affecting your professional career. So if you want to become whatever the fuck you want to become, an author, a book writer, whatever the fuck you want to become, you're going to have that jacket as a controversial book writer. So... People are going to look for you for a scoop on something, a secret on some, you know, about some type of elite. And you're just going to become that guy. You're not going to have any type of integrity or anything like that because you got put on through being a non-ambitious, non-integrity ass nigga, bro. <laughs> I can't say non-ambitious, but I can say you have no integrity. You have no competence towards certain shit. What are you doing? Yo, I love everybody and I appreciate everybody, but like, what the fuck are people on when you feel like it's okay for you to destroy another person's life? And be like, no, this is just my truth. Fuck, yo, the whole, this is just my truth. Fuck your truth. No one needs to hear it. Yo, I don't hear anything about him abusing you, of him doing anything. If the nigga did some shit to you, I can see why you're going to go off. So I'm going to wait till the full interview comes out and it's coming out tonight, 8 p.m. And we're going to learn some shit. We are. So. That's just like. Ah, it just pissed me off. Anyways. So, Kim K. Uh, she was the cover of GQ Men. And all I'm going to say is that um, her dad did it better when she, when she was the cover of GQ Women. It was GQ Women or Women of the Year, whatever the case may be. She did better. Sorry, Kim. Your dad did better. What are we doing here? Is all I'm saying. My point is, what are we doing here? I don't fucking care about these magazines because I don't read them. So, it, like, it doesn't really have influence on me, but I know it has influence on the general public. Kim Kardashian should not be on a cover of GQ men's fucking wear men's men of the year issue. Kim K should not be in that. Period. Caitlyn Jenner. You guys should have got not a recently transitioned woman, but you guys should have got a woman that's been killing it, put her on the cover instead of Caitlyn Jenner. But for the views and everything, y'all did that. What I'm trying to say is it is not worth it in terms of why... Are we doing this type of gender fluidity in the fucking media in terms of this shit? Like, bro, there's a whole, there's two wars going on right now. Two fucking wars going on right now. And they keep distracting us with this fucking bullshit. This bullshit. 
This bullshit. They keep distracting us with this bullshit. I know exactly what's going on. Lighten up. I know exactly what's going on. Distraction, distraction, distraction. When there's bigger issues happening, people are going to come. This is so flagrant that I'm not even like mad at it. I'm just like, well, like, what's the point? Why are you putting a girl on a man? Like, (sighs) if there was a woman's magazine and they had a woman's issue or woman of the month and they made it a man dressed up as a woman. They made it Bad Bunny dressed up as a woman, or they made it one of those sexual, one of those fl- gender fluid niggas, right? But they only fuck girls, but they dress however the fuck they want to dress. They'll kiss men and do whatever, but they'll only fuck those niggas. And you'll be like, what? Do you understand what I'm saying? Or is this just going for. Is, It's always going to fall on deaf ears, man. It always is. This is so flagrant to the point where no one's going to get mad at it. They're just going to laugh at it and be like, why the fuck is this happening? Why not have some men on there? Yo, us men need to see the men of the fucking year. Women need to see the fucking women of the fucking year. What the fuck are we doing with this cross-gender shit, bro? Like, for, for real, though. This issue is called men of the year. So have men on the cover, not Kim fucking Kardashian. The other issue is women of the year. Have women on there and not a recently transitioned woman who... For all we know, the reason why they transitioned is because they can get that case dropped because they just killed somebody. Y'all know the South Park joke? Like, Caitlyn Jenner literally ran over somebody and became transgender within, like, within, like, a short amount of time. And then everyone forgot about the fact that she killed someone because of that. Like, yo, we're not playing the stupid, we're not playing the stupid old game out here, man. It's just stupid. Let men get inspiration from other noble, humble men so that they can be noble, humble men and let women get the same fucking thing too. Instead, we're just promoting all this fuckery and all this random shit. And then when we see our kids are confused or fucked up or kids are just lashing out doing violent shit is because they know it's, they know like, what the fuck is this? Their parents tell them like, don't listen to that shit. Anyways, my conclusion to this is that at the end of the day, we need to stop Western society needs to stop doing this, this little, these little things where they're just trying to create division. Because guess what? When the war starts, you guys are going to be fucked. Y'all going to have a civil war before y'all even get into the war. I'm talking about America. I'm talking about Canada. Everyone is so fucking divided in the, in the Western Hemisphere right now that whatever happens... It's going to be fucking utter chaos. So all I'm trying to do is I'm trying to fucking look at the shit from the outside looking in. I'm trying to look at shit from like, yo, let's be peaceful. Let's bring shit to a standard. If it's going to be men's year issue, put men on it. If it's going to be women's year issue, just put women on it. That's it. And then your honorable mentions, you can make them part of that community and then people will accept it and you just put it in the middle. You can put it in the end. You can sprinkle it in there. People will still accept it. People will still read it. But who am I to fucking even 
say anything. So right now it's gonna be the is this right now is the quick um quick quick washroom break time. I'll be back. Two seconds. Oh yeah, we're gonna keep rolling, baby. We're gonna keep rolling. more stories and then that's it couple more stories and then that's it got a couple more stories and then that's it couple more stories and then that's it i said couple more stories and then that's it couple more stories and then that's it couple more stories and then that's it no couple more stories and then that's it Couple more stories and then that's it. I said a couple more stories, then that's it. I said a couple more stories, go for your kin. I said a couple more stories, man. The phones is in, man. The phones is locked, man. The phones is locked, man. They trying to give me stories with a Glock and I gotta share room for the podcast. Gotta share room for the podcast. It's the last of the moment, last of the moment. Better know this some serious shit. Better know it now. This is what we're gonna do. We're gonna talk about this exclusive story right now, okay? It's not exclusive, but... A Las Vegas teen beaten to death by a mob of 15 attackers outside of high school. Um, so apparently, a Las Vegas teen has died after he was beaten by a group of bullies for coming to a defense of a smaller friend who was thrown into a trash can over some headphones. So he defended his boy. Defended his friend. I know you guys heard that slam. These niggas be slamming the door, fam. You know, you know, fam. You know, sometimes you don't have to slam the door. You know what I'm saying? You know, when niggas can hear you podcasting too, it's like nigga, you don't have to slam the door. You can hear me record. I'm saying. (laughs) Uh, Anyways. So, not because the way, when I, when I heard the door close, I seen the mic jump and I went, oh shit, they, you guys probably heard it. Anyways, so, he got attacked by 15, the news is saying black students, and it was a white kid that defended his friend and he got beat, they beat him up to the point where he got unalived. The one thing I'm going to, talk about in terms of this topic that is really concerning to me is the fact that there's this rage in young people where if one person does something 15 12 15 people will jump in just so that they can have a story yo i jumped in i threw a punch i jumped in i kicked them i you wanna know why because i i've seen a similar story but the kid didn't die the kid was in the hospital critical but he didn't die I've seen that shit in high school. I wasn't there at the time, but I heard the story after. And I said, wait, what? You guys, come on, man. You guys fucked this nigga up for no reason. You guys could have just put him in a headlock. 
and like fed him punches and shit. Like you guys, there's so many ways to do controlled beat ups. You guys were reckless, bro. You know what I mean? That's what these niggas did. They were reckless. They were stomping on his head. What do you think is gonna happen when you stomp on a person's head? You've got yo. When you're in high school, you've been around children. You've been around. You've been around kids. Are you gonna punch a kid in the head? Are you gonna stomp on a kid's head? You're in high school. You know right from fucking wrong. Are you gonna stomp on the kid's head? Is that what you're gonna do? Really? That's the course of action. So when I hear shit like this, this shit pisses me off because it makes all black people look bad now. Now it's like, oh, these guys are savages. These guys are hooligans. These guys jumped a white kid. If it was, if it was the other way around, it would make national news and da da da. Yes, it would. Hondo P. And there's nothing that we can do about that because it's just that's what happens. But the fact. The fact that people are now looking at it like, see, we were right. Y'all are savages. Now, the fact that people are looking at it like, oh, but what did he say? He should have said something. Well, now a little bit of the reports started coming out and people were saying he was just helping his friend out. Words might have been flown, but not enough for him to get for him to get unalive like that. Let's keep it fucking real right now. Let's stop being fucking idiots and try to fucking pick sides. And just because I look like that person, that doesn't mean that the other person wasn't in the right. The other person got killed. And there's a lot of people that are trying to defend. Oh, that person probably said this. That person probably said that. And in my head, when I initially heard the story, I was like, because there was nothing else. I said, yo, that kid probably said something. And then those kids fucking reacted to it. But in actual reality, it was him defending one of his friends. So now how do you think the friend that got defended, how do you think he's going to feel now? There's two things that happen. He's going to either want retaliation or he's going to never want that shit to happen again where someone else is going to have to defend him. So he's just, regardless, that nigga going to get deezed or he's just going to be depressed the rest of his life. Like someone died because they defended him and he was too much of a character to help himself out. That's how he's going to feel in his mind, even though he wasn't. This is high school. You're figuring out life. It's not the end. One thing that I'm going to tell all these youths, yo, high school is not the end all be all. College is not the end all be all. University is not the end all be all. It's where you, where you land in your mid-30s. That's exactly what it is. Wherever the fuck you land in your mid-30s, that is what people are going to be like, oh, I could, I seen it coming. Oh, he turned a new leaf. Oh, that person changed. Oh, it's literally your mid-30s. That's when people start seeing shit. Right now, your your mid-20s, your late-20s, people are going to judge you based off of your early-20s slash your late-teenage years. 100% always happens. I'm going through that shit right now. Only certain niggas see me, see me changing, but a lot of niggas think that I'm on the same fucking bullshit. So that creates friction. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm telling you that I've changed and I'm telling you I'm trying to be different, but you keep dragging me back to that same person that's going to be emotional and pissed off because you probably feel uncomfortable that I changed. I just scratched the shit out of myself. But you probably feel uncomfortable by change. Look, look at this. You see that? Damage my hand. Damage the shit out of my hand. Anyways, um, where's my phone? I dropped my phone. So, we are not done yet because we still got more things to say about this topic. Um,. Jumping is not a thing that you should be doing. Also, if you get into a fight, the only thing that you should do is make sure that the person can't fight back in terms of, okay, if you do a one-on-one, 
Yes, knock that nigga out and get the fuck out of there. But make sure when you knock that person out or when you give that person that solid punch and you see them like crumble, get the fuck out of there. Hop in a cab, hop on the TTC, hop on the public transit, get the fuck out of there. You know what I mean? Because you never know what's going to happen. If you're surrounded, get the fuck out of there. Bruh, it's not... It's not a bad thing to be screaming out, help, rape, fire, something. Be strategic. (laughs) Yell something out so that people can be like, wait, what's going on? It creates more attention. And just maybe people are going to drive by and see some shit and maybe honk their horns. Be like, what are you guys doing? Create that. So then those people can in their head can be like, yo, you know what? Let's leave this guy alone. You got to save your own life if you're going to be fighter. I'm talking about if you're surrounded. One-on-one, try to fight one-on-one and get the fuck out of there. If it's two-on-one, you could try a thing, depending on how big you are or how skilled you are in fighting. But if you're two-on-one, get the fuck out of there. Even if you're cornered, if you're cornered, you got to do the most dumb shit to get people off of you. Fire! There's a fire! Like, you got to scream some dumb shit right and niggas are still gonna approach you and try to jump you and shit but you gotta scream some shit try to dodge all the punches don't get backed off to a corner when you run run if you feel like you can cross the street faster than them and there's a bunch of cars coming do it because then they can't cross the street or else they're gonna fucking get hit by a car and then you can just keep going but in terms of this situation, it was after school, some bullshit happened, and then the kid got jumped. And I just, I feel very bad for the dad and the mother and all, all of them because that kid did not deserve that death. He did not deserve to go out like that. And yeah, this is me talking about a white kid that got killed by a bunch of black kids. Like, that was stupid. That was dumb. That was, no. I don't accept that. In the black community, a lot of us, not even a lot of us, all of us, we do not accept what happened. That is stupid. We have to be just as mad as those fucking, at those youths, as if it was 15 white kids jumping a black kid. We have to be just as fucking mad at our people than if it was the other way around. No, not even more mad because we wouldn't, that sh- we wouldn't want that shit happening to us. So why the fuck are we going to do it to other people? That's all I got to say about that. That was perfect. I don't know what anyone got to say, but that was perfect. That was a good, good way to finish that topic. And now to end this off. Everybody is going through it. A lot of us are barely paying our rent. I'm barely affording to pay our rent. A lot of us are figuring out ways where we can pay our rent. A lot of us are figuring out ways where we can give installments during the month for that type of shit. So one landlord in Queens said, fuck all this shit. A 54-year-old landlord appears to have killed his, his girlfriend and two of his tenants inside a home in Queens on Tuesday. Officials say the victims, two women ages 51 and 55, and a 57-year-old man were found inside the home on Milburn Street at around 7.15. They are pronounced dead at the scene of a parent's stab wounds. The killings of the tenants appeared to stem from a rent dispute that dates back to the coronavirus pandemic, although some rent appears to have been paid during that time. Police found the two tenants in a basement bedroom and the suspect's girlfriend in a bedroom upstairs. The landlord then turned himself in to the whatever he's being held early this morning, Saying that to un- so earlier this morning, a 54-year-old man walked into the 113th precinct, stating to uniformed police officers that he was having issues with his tenants. The officer inquired further, and the mail stated further that he did something bad. Police say his statements were captured on body camera and were devoid of emotion. 
authorities said only adults were in the home and there were not any children. The single family home has a finished basement. The authorities said it, it appeared to be kept, well kept. So, this landlord lost his shit. Now, if your girlfriend, th- this is what I think it is. His girl probably invited those people over to stay in the basement apartment. They weren't probably paying rent. He could pro- and he's probably down on his last dollars and they can't pay rent and he needs someone to pay rent. He doesn't care if his girl doesn't pay rent, but maybe that, who knows? This is all speculation. Rest in peace to the three victims. What happened was, whatever happened, that was not warranted. If it's been a rental dispute since the coronavirus, you guys, you guys, you know what you guys should have done? You should have went to court. After a year or two, you should have went to court. Try to get them kicked out. Do everything legally that you can do. But killing them is not going to do anything because, one, you're not going to get your property back. You're going to go to jail for the rest of your life. You're going to die. That property is going to go to someone else, even if it's still in your name. You can go to jail. The property is still in your name. They're not going to take it from you because I don't think the property is part of the crime. But do you understand what I'm saying? Actually, no, you killed people there. Someone else... Your shit, you probably lost it, and then now people are just going to buy it off you, or you have to sell it now because no one's going to want to buy it off of you. And then, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's just a lose-lose situation. You're better off just waiting for the money or trying to get them kicked out rather than unaliving them. And your girlfriend, too. So it seemed a little bit personal when you want to break it down on a, on a on a level where it's like a little bit, not spiritual level, but on a level where like, you gotta break this shit down a little bit. You know what I mean? And also for the last um, topic, we got, um, so I remember I talked about this on the podcast, Big Baby Davis and a bunch, and he was found guilty on multiple charges, including healthcare fraud, wire fraud, conspiracy to commit false statements. Remember that whole healthcare scam that happened in the NBA? Yeah, Big Biggie Davis has been found guilty on that. So we'll see what happens to that pending sentence. Um, Warner Bros. is being is gonna be um, they're going to be under investigation, apparently, because a U.S. congressman is calling for the U.S. Department of Justice and the FTC to investigate Warner Bros. discovery over its predatory practice of scrapping movies. All these niggas do is take movies and scrap them. Take movies and scrap them. How much money does it take to, to, to make one of these movies? Millions of dollars. So they had Batgirl, Coyote, and what? Coyote versus Acme. And I think they had a Scooby-Doo movie that they were going to drop. They fucking scrapped all of them. How much money did they spend on them? And if you scrap them, I'm pretty sure you can get insurance off of it. So that's what the congressman is like. It's like burning a house and then claiming the insurance on it. That's what Warner Bros. is basically doing, right? Now, them selling the movies could save them. It's like, hey, we don't think it's right for our brand but we're gonna sell it to other people and license it to their brand so maybe that could work maybe that's a loophole and i think that's what warner bros has to do or else you guys are gonna look fishy you guys just keep scrapping shit and here's the thing it's not like you guys film it and then scrap it that's what netflix does they film one one season one one movie and then they go ah we're not gonna do the sequel we're not gonna do another season you know what i mean but at least their integrity is still there. You guys will film a whole thing and then be like, we're not even going to drop it. What? <laughs> Hi, nigga. Catch these lawsuits from the congressmen. Because I know there's a bunch of congressmen that want to see that movie. Now they're like, wait, why do you guys keep scrapping shit? Something wrong here. Something wrong here. Anyways. Y'all know what to do, what it is, man. So this was episode 188. 188. 
hopefully, yeah, everyone had a good time, a great time listening to my uh, quick. It's very precise. This this episode is precise. I be, I was just sniping shit this episode. You know what I'm saying? Nice, quick, concise episode. Good Wednesday episode. Hopefully, everyone can catch a vibe. You know. And you already know what to do what it is. I love you guys. This is the outro. And we're out. That's it, man. Nothing more I can tell y'all at this point. Bye. Hold on. Before I turn off the camera. Peace out, niggas. Hold on, where the fuck is that? Oh, there it is. Bye.